Welcome to The Bolt, the official podcast of Trinity Basin Preparatory, a charter school in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, where we share interesting stories and strategies from across our district. I'm Connor Rogers. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Trey. Hey, Connor. Happy summer. Happy summer. Mr. Trey, tell us about today's theme of the episode. So today we are going to be talking about first-year teachers. Uh, We both thought that this would be a good time to talk about first-year teachers because it's during the summer. We're going to be hiring some new teachers. Um, so uh, either if you're coming to work for us at TBP or another school district for our outside TBP listeners, um, we're going to talk to some first year teachers about their stories and experiences of their first year at TBP. Yeah. How did you, how did you survive your first year? How yeah. to survive. Right. So uh, just a quick little recap of my own personal experience. I did a two year teacher preparation program similar to Teach for America where I got two years of training while I was teaching. So I was taking classes from a master's and also getting people observe me, giving me feedback, which... Uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people get as much feedback and support, so I wanted to talk to some people who, with different experiences, and that's why the training of first-year teachers is so near and dear to my heart. So today's episode, let's go ahead and introduce our guests. I'm Kayla Collins. I teach second grade at Pafford. I'm Leanne Smith, and I teach pre-K-3 at Ledbetter. Welcome. So glad you guys are with us today. So today will be a, more of a panel format. Mr. Trey and I will kind of ask you guys questions, and you just fire away. So first question. Before I started teaching, I thought it was going to be blank. It turns out it's actually blank. Uh, before I started teaching, I thought it was going to be easy. Turns <laughs> out it's not. Uh, I was very fooled. No, um, it was, it's a lie. No. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was. I didn't think I was going to be working as much as I am. So, yeah, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leanne? Yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be kind of easy, and it turned out to be a little easier, I guess, because I'm in pre-K-3, so it's not a lot demanding as it is in the upper grades. Um, We deal with a lot of social and emotional, so that's the Mm -hmm. fun part with the kids, is to be able to teach them how to react and act with other kids and handle their issues and problems and things that they come in contact with, you know, sharing toys and things like that. Yeah, and and I... I don't know much about the early childhood, but when you say the social emotional stuff, like naming their feelings is really a big thing, right? Yeah. We um, tried to tell them how to identify how they feel and then how to breathe and relax their muscles. So when they're breathing, they like do a balloon type thing and oh. then um, they and relax and it kind of relaxes their muscles and it kind of calms them down and soothes them down so that they can just, you know, approach it in a different way. And then we try to teach them how to say, I don't like it when you hit me, that hurts. So then, then the other student says, oh, I'm sorry. You know, we teach that and facilitate that conversation in the classroom. Wow, that's really impressive. These sound like some things that I could learn myself. <laughs> I might sit in for a day and learn some of these yeah, techniques. You need to make yourself a balloon. But Okay, I want to follow up with that question because you both thought it was going to be easy. So why did you both think teaching would be easy? Um, I guess I thought, because I was an IA before I was a teacher. And I worked in upper elementary, like fifth and sixth grade. And I always saw, like, at my school, my teachers got there, like, 10 minutes before school started, and Mm. then they would, like, be out at 3. They're like, (laughs) "Mm, I'm out. But I guess they worked a lot from home. I don't know. So I thought, you know, I'm going to have an easy day. I'm going to get there, like, right before the kids do, leave. And no, I think, I like, the first half of the year, I was there till like, 8 o'clock at night most of the night. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I I think you're the visible part of teaching that most other people see is just the – you know, eight to four o'clock. Exactly. But yeah. there's a lot more. There behind is a lot it. more. Yeah. Good point. Definitely a lot more. <laughs> yeah, because um, same thing. I worked at an intermediate school with fifth and sixth graders as a special ed IA, and um, 
yeah, you see the teachers come in and, you know, they make it look like a breeze. Mm -hmm. But you don't see that whole background because you don't see what they're doing at home. And that really came into play when you start prepping and having to laminate and make copies. Exactly. You know, make sure everything is in order the way it needs to be and how you're going to run your day and so. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you guys are alone in this because if Facebook memes have taught me anything, <laughs> it's that <laughs> teaching is hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on on that subject of teaching is hard, uh, roughest month of the school year for you? Oh, May hands down. Hands May. hands down May. Oh my okay, gosh. Okay, Leanne. Um, I think it was probably a toss up between spring break and you know the end of the school year. Okay. So not like October. No. Everybody um, says October. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, October was a breeze. You get to dress up and <laughs> eat candy. Well, I make it fun for well, for my kids because I wear headbands and stuff. So depending on what month it is. So like for Easter, I wore you know, bunny That's ears cute. and things like that. Or for our, um, Valentine's, I wore heart headbands just to make it interactive because then I can get their attention faster. Right. <laughs> Shake my head, <laughs> you know. Have something dangling so they'll look. Yes. Okay. Because, Do you, you think know, that would work with the... <laughs> Do you think that would work with second graders? I think it would. Ooh, something shiny. <laughs> so why, why, why May? I don't know. It just felt like... I don't, it just felt really long and... I just think because get it over, get through it. what was weird because I had so many things that I had to do in May, like with report cards yes. and like paperwork. Mm. And, and so you would think like, I think that's why it was forever because I'm just like, I have all this stuff to do. Mm-hmm. There's and, so much. Yeah. And, and then you throw in field day in there. And oh, that's field just... day. <laughs> that was fun. Oh my goodness. That was fun. Yeah. Do you, would you, are you like being sarcastic or are you actually? No, I had fun. I just had an interesting experience at field day. So I was like... <laughs> I didn't lose any children, so that's good. That's, that's, good. that's <laughs> always a plus. Um, what are some things? So first year teachers, when you were done at the end of the day and you meet up with friends or, or family or anything, is there anything that you had to uh, explain to them that were kind of hard to explain to your friends who weren't teachers? Um, first of all, what friends? Okay. No, <laughs> no. What social life? What yeah, do you speak seriously. Of? No, I'm from California, so I don't have any family here. So I have like family to oh. hang out with. But... Pafford's your family. Um, Pafford's my family. Aww. They just welcomed me with open arms, but seriously, they did. That's great. Um, I, it was really weird to explain to people when I'd show up in like full like footsie pajamas because it was <laughs> pajama day and they would be like, why are you at Sprouts in footsie pajamas? I'm like, doesn't everybody come to Sprouts? And, um, that. So I guess dress up days were the weirdest days to explain or like crazy hair day, red ribbon week. That was a fun week because mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store, you go to, with your friend somewhere and they're like, why do you have on two different socks? You know, so. It was crazy sock day. Yeah, it was crazy. Sock <laughs> it to drugs. <laughs> Somebody told me a story about them wearing a full cat in the hat costume and just walking to their door when they got to the end of the day and just... Getting strange looks from neighbors, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm the cat in the hat. What can I say? All right, just deal with it. Just meow at him. Meow. And you ate one. Uh, Leanne, what about you? Things you had to explain to non-teachers? Well, I don't know. I come from a family of educators, so that's kind of hard. Um, so they all kind of know. Um, but I would say, like, talking to my husband about, you know, things that go on in the classroom, you know, he came to eat lunch with me one day, and he was like, oh, those are so innocent, because it was in the middle of switching, you know, to my afternoon class coming in and stuff. And they're all lined up nice. And I was like, yeah, it's right here before. You ain't got in the classroom yet. You just don't know what goes on in there. They're three. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was something I was thinking about too. 
Did you ever find it frustrating when people who weren't teachers would try to solve your problems as you were venting about them and you were like, no, you're not there. You don't know what it's like. No, actually, no. I kind of take everybody's advice. Um, even though it may not be the same age appropriate, you can always learn something new from somebody. So that's a good point. I guess if they give like good advice, because I would talk to someone and like their thing was, it's almost like they're children. That's what they would tell me. And I'm like, <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this next question because it's a question I ask in a lot of interviews. So if you had one lesson from this year that you would put on your greatest hits, like your highlights, mm -hmm. like I knocked it out of the park with this one time when I taught blank, what lesson are you most proud of? I would say... Nonfiction text features. Talking about like teaching lessons. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we did um, a game. Actually, one of the other, one of the third grade teachers that taught second grade at Patford, and I took her spot. She gave me the idea for it. And it was like a game where I split them up into groups, and then they each got a book or a few books, um, nonfiction books. And then I would say, okay, the first group to find me two headings went and they would like go mm -hmm. and then we kind of like kept track of points and stuff and it was really fun they that's had a, a fun lot of way fun to teach something it. that is it's very boring yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say dry but yeah <laughs> yeah that's a great idea yeah. well for us it would be more um i think the more engaging the activity is um, for three-year-olds because they have to have that hands-on so um they really enjoyed making bubbles we tried to, you know, we tried to do the soap, the regular bubbles that you buy at the store, and then our homemade bubbles that we made. And I think they really liked it because they like coming up and taking the little paper cup and blowing the bubbles and seeing if they could actually get it to form a bubble and stuff like that. So, great, a great activity for the kinesthetic learners, I'm sure. Yeah. Again, I would really like to come visit. I know. Your can I get your classroom? <laughs> Sounds like so much fun. I make bubbles. She wears headbands. It's great stuff. <laughs> okay, so the next question is who would you say helped you the most? Now that could be someone on your campus, uh, someone in your life, but before you answer, I'm gonna do my best Ryan Seacrest and say, we'll find that out right after this. Hey TVP Titans, it is Leslie Austin and I wanted to give a shout out to all of you and say I am looking forward to everybody coming back August 5th. August 5th is our district kickoff and we have many, many things planned for you. Our theme is going to be do more this year and we will be doing lunch at 1130 starting at Ledbetter and have many things planned during that time but we've got some great hamburgers coming your way and we're going to have a little entertainment for you and then we have guest speaker Aiden Gonzalez, an Oak Cliff native, will also be here. I look forward to seeing you guys. Lead better. District kickoff. Don't forget, we start lunch at 1130, but if you want to get here early, I think I'm going to have some cornhole and some other games for us to play, just so you know. Thanks so much. See you soon. And we're back. Um, so right before the break, we uh, teased a question. Uh, I hope you guys have had enough time to think about it. So the question again to repeat is who would you say helped you the most? Let me start with Miss Smith first this time. Okay. My mentor would be um, from Texas Teachers. She okay. was one that I could bounce off ideas and email her anytime and she'd be able to kind of guide me and show me how to get through certain issues and things like that. So That's great. Will you still have her next year or do you? No, I'm Because done. you finished the program? Uh, yeah. Okay. Completely 
completely yeah. done. So. Those mentors are hard to come by, but when you find a good one, it's yeah. so worth it. She told me I could call her. I got, got her information. <laughs> She's not off the hook. <laughs> All right. What about you? Um, I would say my team. So like my fellow second grade teachers at Pafford. Um, so I came in as a first year teacher and then also have no experience with primary. And I was lucky enough to have like very experienced team and a very welcoming team. So they kind of just, you know, helped me with anything I needed from school stuff to like Texas stuff since I'm new here. Right. And just like, you know, being a great, awesome team. Do you want to name check any of these teachers and shout them out? I'm sure they're all listeners. Am I allowed to? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Kelsey Phillips, Karen Ritter, and Judy Trevino. They're awesome. That is a great team. Yeah. Solid team. Okay, so we asked who helped you the most. Now we're going to say, where did you spend most of your money this year? Was it Walmart, Target, Starbucks, or Teachers Pay Teachers? That's a hard one. Can it be like a tie? Between? Starbucks and Target. Oh my gosh. What are you getting at Starbucks? No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no I would say Target and Teachers Pay Teachers. Okay. Yeah, probably uh, between Walmart, Dollar Tree, and you know, teachers pay teachers. Oh yeah, Dollar Tree. Dollar I forgot Tree. about that yeah. one. That one, yeah. But everything's a dollar, so you got to be spending. You got to be a lot of stuff at Dollar Tree. <laughs> right. To, so those targets with the Starbucks in it. If you walk, those are the, the best. In heaven. <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, and it's on my way to work too, so it's even better. I just like. I really could really use this for a lesson and let me grab a Starbucks while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the Starbucks one, though, I mean, usually you get a handful of gift cards throughout the year. Yeah. So, yeah. Most from parents or, you know, like, I know my kid keeps you up at night. Here's a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> <laughs> to keep you up during the day. <laughs> keep up during the day. Okay. So this is a big one. Um, this is, uh, this next question is, what do you think, based on your year of experience now at TBP, what would you do differently next year? I would say next year, I'm not going to sweat the small stuff mm. because I think I know what's like a priority now. Whereas before everything had to look cute, like I had to laminate everything. It had to have a cute font. It had to be in color. It had to be cut out perfectly. Now I'm having kids cut stuff. Like it's just, I don't care about if it's beautiful, just if it's functional. So yeah. Before it was more. Like, it has to be perfect. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. No, I, I know. Uh, so, yeah, it, it doesn't matter how cute it looks, but how effective it is. Exactly. How much yeah. are they learning? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like the difference between that I hear a lot from uh, parents with their first kid and their second kid. <laughs> first kid, they're like, don't don't touch that. No, you can't hold it. Wash your hands. Second, they're like, I don't care. Whatever. They're, they're fine. <laughs> I got this figured out. It's just fine. don't drop them. Just don't <laughs> drop them. Yeah. yeah. Miss Smith? Oh, well, I would think um, I kind of tried to save their uniforms. Like, I didn't want them... I was like really particular about making sure I kind of hovered over the painting area. I mm. let them do what they wanted to do, but I kind of was like, "Oh no, kind of suddenly touch the paper. <laughs> Don't touch your clothes. You gotta, you gotta scratch. Let me know. I'll scratch your face for you. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see green all over your face. I'm in a monster or something." <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm gonna let them kind of step back and give them more, a little more free reign to, you know, not be too far away, but still kind of. Yeah, I mean, they are three years old. Right. So. <laughs> I can't go too far. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so now let's ask another question. Let's say if you were in charge of some training for new teachers, what would you, what would you, how would you plan that training? What would you have the new future new teachers do? That's a tough question. That's why I asked it. I did tell, <laughs> I did tell Tamara no that I wish they would have done the 
guided reading training that they did at the end of the year, at the beginning of the year, like that would have been so helpful. For those of us who are, re oh, refresh us what the guided reading yeah. training was. So it was with, I think Kayser did the training and okay. it was at Pafford and it was just talking about like daily five and like the different aspects of it and like how to run your guided reading table. And I remember, I think it, I want to say it was either, was it January or February? Um, I think it was January or February when we had it. And I remember thinking like, I really wish I had this at the beginning of the year. Cause I kind of just like trial and error at the beginning of the year. <laughs> sure. So, um, but I remember Tamara saying like, they might do that next year, but then she also brought up a good point of like, you already have enough to stress about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we don't right? want to add this on there. Um, but I would say like, I think that TVP did a good job with their new teacher stuff. Mm -hmm. at, Those think, three days in yeah, August that at, we did. Yeah. At Jefferson, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they did a good job about directing it towards the, the like proper grade level by like splitting mm -hmm. us apart. And I think they did a really good job with it. Thank you. I'd have to agree, you know, but also like um, for us, we did a make and take that second in the middle of the year which would have been really beneficial, I guess, at the beginning of the year. Because when you bring all of the pre-K teachers together and the kindergarten teachers together, you can get so many ideas. And then they can kind of feed off and tell you, hey, this is what really works. Even though you have a list of stuff to do, they can, hey, this is one more, more engaging than this is. You might try doing this one, kind of things like right. that. So, so more opportunities for the same grade level across the district to meet. Yes. Okay. And, and I think it helps, too, what you were saying is that, sure, you can have a list of try this, try this, try this, but to have someone who's like, hey, I've taught our kids in our district and I'm telling you this works or this doesn't. Right. So that's great. So three questions we ask every guest. Mr. Trey, you're the first. The final three. Okay, so uh, there's three questions that we're gonna ask all of our guests uh, each week or each time we record an episode. Uh, so the first one is, if TVP were a fictional character or celebrity, who would it be and why? I thought um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. And the reason I did that was because she loves to learn and she loves to read. And I want, you know, and I feel like that that's a main goal, you know, for literacy for sure. life that um, we instill in our children is that whole love for learning. That's a really that's good really answer. Good. That was a yeah. really good answer. Like, I struggled with this question. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I had it like a oh my gosh. Um, so I feel like my answer is not that great. So I'm going to take Miss Tamara Bowman's answer. Give her and credit. I'm just going to say that, you know, we're teachers and we feed off of each other. And this is how we do it. But she actually told me when we were talking today about it um, that she feels like TVP is like the fairy godmother because it just like swoops in and takes care of any need the children's have. Aww. Children have. So you both went Disney on that. <laughs> yeah. <That's interesting. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and that is funny, too, because last the year before you got here, uh -huh. Tamara Bowman was the fairy godmother for Halloween. Oh, I could totally see that. She's she's my fairy godmother. <laughs> she's great. I yeah. heard uh, this is a rumor that we're actually thinking about changing our uh, our slogan to uh, do more, be more, expect more, expect more, be more uh, to bibbity boppity. Uh, <laughs> boo, boo. Yeah. Okay. That'd be perfect. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, fit that well. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what one thing would you uninvent and why? Um. It's going to sound cheesy, but I would say the word can't hmm. just oh, because I like that. Yeah. My kids, I get so like it, especially at the beginning of the year. Now my kids know, but at the beginning of the year, it was like, well, I can't do that. And I'm like, I pulled the, uh, what is it? Uh, growth mindset on them. I can't do it yet. Mm -hmm. So you will That's great. do it. Very good. Um, but I think that was probably the biggest thing where I was like, you're not even trying. Like if you try you will succeed. That's what I would always tell my kids. Right. So I, if I could invent anything, it would be the word can't. I like it. And and I'm so glad you added that yet onto it. That's small 
word change, but big impact change. Yeah. I didn't have one for that because my goal, my thought was like, you know, violence because I don't want guns and I think that too many young people are injured in the world, you know, due to stupidity, basically. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when it comes to education, I think, like she said, you know, can't is a good a good one to eliminate because I really think that you should have that never give up attitude and keep going and you know, press for. Oh, that's great. Okay. Last part. Any any general life advice? Um, this is advice that I got from, and I don't even remember who it was from. I think it was an admin. It was like the beginning of the year. You know, you barely know people's names. I'm sure. <laughs> You're just trying to survive. Everything's a blur. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so don't come up on the weekends. It'll be there on Monday. So I think I the first semester I was going up to campus every Saturday. I think I was pulling like 65 hours a week the first semester. And I still had work to do on Monday when I came in. And so I think somebody told me like, it'll be there Monday. So you might as well just come in on Monday and do it. So I learned to prioritize things of what needs to get done. I took advantage of my planning time. um, And just like take home what you have to take home. Don't, you know, go to a training to, and decide you want to try 10 things and take it all home and try to prep it all and start it on right. Monday. <laughs> so I would say, I guess, like prioritizing time is like a big one. Sure. That's great advice. Did you? When did you say you stopped coming up over the weekends? After Christmas break. Oh, good. So after Christmas break, well, I guess that's kind of a lie. No, never mind. <laughs> so I, I stopped coming after Christmas break. And then like the last month of school in May, I was coming every week again. But it's but because that's May, had, was May was crazy. Yeah. yeah. But after Christmas break, I don't know if it was because I had those two weeks off or what it was. But I'm like, I want to enjoy my weekends. And so I just yeah started. Yeah, took that I New Year's resolution. Oh, OK. So everybody told me, how are you a teacher and you don't have a planner? I was like, I don't know. It's all up here. Well, that's why I was getting lost. <laughs> so I got a planner, prioritized my time, and it was like night and day. Good. Any particular planner brand that you want to oh, recommend? The, ha- the Happy Planner. The Happy Planner. Okay. Highly recommend you get it at Michael's. Use that coupon and your teacher discount. <laughs> There's is, a commercial they break. Don't, <laughs> they don't pay me for this, but they should because I spend enough money there. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. You just don't. Spend all your time up there at work. Um, I didn't go up there on Saturdays, but I was there till six o'clock. You know, but I have an hour drive back and forth to work. Oh man! And um, it's okay. I've learned to love traffic. <laughs> Do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> hey, hey, no, I haven't, to I haven't gotten that technology savvy yet. But I'll work on that one right. during the summer break. <laughs> okay. Oh, we do have one important announcement. August fifth, market calendars yes. for convocation. Go ahead, Mr. Trey. What do you got? So I wanted to um, try a new segment. Um, I don't have a name for it, so maybe uh, maybe you guys can help me with a name for it, or, or our listeners can send uh, suggestions to the bolt at trinitybasin.net. Um, but as I'm not a teacher, I don't really have any educational value uh, to add to this. But I thought, you know, what little I do have, I'll try to you know uh, drop along the way. You might hear some some words, some phrases from students. I'm old now, so I feel super out of touch when I hear these kids saying words that I've never heard before. I don't know what they mean. I don't speak the lingo. Um, so I thought, I heard the word stan the other day. Does anybody know what that means? S-T-A-N? S-T-A-N, as like a verb. I like, stan someone. Like, is it 
the shortened version of stand because we're too lazy to say stand. Yeah, just <laughs> drop the D off at the end of it. No, it's, it's actually a portmanteau, which for those of you who don't know, a portmanteau is a word like brunch where you take two words and kind of combine oh. them. Um, but to stand someone, I think this came from uh, the old Eminem song from years and years ago, is like if you're a fan of someone, but you're kind of like stalkerish. So I, I stand you. So if oh, we, if we de- develop any crazy fans out there, they might stand us and like show up out in the parking lot and be like, I love your podcast, you know, stuff like that. But how would they know what we look like? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, oh, the no, perfect crime. <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted to, I, I looked up a couple of words that I'd heard on campuses, some phrases. Um, I looked them up on the internet. Um, some of these you guys might know, some of you may not, um, but I just wanted to set the record straight. Wait, so. I just thought of the perfect name for this segment. Yes, love it. Word work. Word work. Yes, word work. <laughs> word work. So word work with Mr. Trey. Um, so does anybody know, um, this one, the, the explanation is kind of complicated, but does anybody know what the phrase spill the tea means? Not spill the beans. No, spill not spill the, the tea. beans. Spill Isn't the that tea. like, is that the Kermit the Frog thing where he's like drinking Yeah, the he's tea? like sipping tea or something, maybe. Spill the tea. Is it something about like, you told somebody something? No, that's spill the beans. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. But it's maybe it's, well, I, I thought it was pretty complicated, um, but it turns out I, I thought it was like something about like... Uh, um, like telling somebody's like a secret or something like I'm spilling the tea but turns out if you think of the letter T and now like turn it over a little bit like you're spilling it mm-hmm. what do you have it's the letter X and so it's a multiplication symbol so it just means they're just doing math homework and they're just doing multiplication isn't that great but, so, but why yeah. would you why would you need it doesn't a, make any sense to me either but you hear kids in the back they're like I'm gonna spill the tea that just means I'm gonna do this math homework so now you'll know if you hear your kids where in the back, are you getting this this information. is this is all on the internet this is all on the internet so I looked it up Obviously, it must like, be true. Reputable. These are yeah, these are from real <laughs> okay, sources. Did, did you get it from Wikipedia? Um, no, this Urban is, Dictionary. Or yeah, my opinion, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one. This one's an oldie but a goodie. I haven't heard it in a little while, but it's another portmanteau. Um, does anybody know what the word fleek means? Yes. Oh, like it's good or something. Like if it's on fleek, like your it's eyebrows on are on fleek. Like, yeah, so it's a portmanteau of the words face and leak. So if you're crying, you're you're on fleek. You're face leaking. So you might see a like student. I, I question that. No, I, it's true. It's right there on the internet. So if you see a student, you're like, "Hey, Monica, you look upset. Have you been crying? Why are you on fleek?" Uh, so you can ask she that might to take your it kids. The wrong way, no, that's they're gonna take it just the way it means, which is face leak. Face leak. Um, yeah. So it just means to cry. Um, and then. But finally, wait, wait a minute. If, so if Facebook had like WikiLeaks, like yeah. there, so there's, there's some fleek. Oh, it would totally be on fleek for okay. sure. Um, and so this one's also a little old too, but I still see it everywhere. Uh, and that's Bay. Do you hear the kids? Maybe the kids B- are B-A-E? Yeah, B-A-E. Before anyone else? Yeah, it's, it is an acronym, um, B-A-E. I thought that's what it was too. It actually means B. Arthur energy. So we all no, know- like Arthur and, yeah, from- B. Ar- No, B. Arthur from uh, playing Dorothy on the Golden Girls, the, that oh. classic character that yeah. we all love. Um, it's, I'm telling you, this is out you, there on the internet. These are real these are sources. I know no, this she's is a character that she's like tough and she's friendly, but she's very grounded. So if I see what someone say, B Arthur, what? It's that B Arthur energy. Yeah, okay, I'm not buying it. Okay, well, yeah. anyway, gosh. <laughs> I it like a boyfriend or a girl. So do you, do you deliberately pick words that we like would have misconceptions? Like we would think we know what they mean. I, listen, I thought I knew what these, these meant too. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. B Arthur energy. So what, it, like a lot of energy, high energy? Just, you know, tough and friendly. Like she was always like, ma. So, you know, that kind of energy. Uh, just friendly, grounded, um, just some real B. Arthur energy. Um, anyway, so the, so those that's word work with Trey, with Mr. Trey. Uh, hope you guys all learned a lot. You all look like you don't believe me. You look very upset. 
Don't don't be on fleek. Hey, don't let your faces leak. We learned something today. Yeah. I hope so. Well, guys, thanks thanks uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to Miss Collins. Thanks to Miss Smith. I'm sorry about saying I'm really bad about using teachers' first names. It's That's weird fine. to me, yeah. but uh, there you go. Um, and thanks for everyone to uh, for listening to the Bolt. Um, I want to say we got a lot of really great feedback uh, just in the hallways and to our email address and uh, everybody's saying really good things. So. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, like I said, if you if you like it, let us know. If you don't, just you know, don't say anything about it. Um, That's why you got great feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Because you oh, no. didn't allow how them. many people did. Like, how many stars will you give us? Four or five? <laughs> yeah, exactly. One, two, three need not apply. Um, as always, if you have any questions or ideas, or you want to know what some more words mean, um, you can send those to thebolt at trinitybasin.net. Uh, we'll do our best to answer those as soon as we can. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter at the bolt pod. That's new. Um, so we'll let you know when we have future episode releases. Um, and please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Google play. Um, you can leave a review. You can vote us four or five stars only. Um, we'd love to know how we're doing. Um, again, thank you to our guests. Um, thank you to our engineer and co-producer Manolo Munoz for making us sound great and editing all of this together each week. Um, thank you again to our Panola principal, Ryan Kayser, for letting us record here. And uh, finally, uh, final thanks to Ms. Collins for bringing cookies for everybody today. Oh, yeah, uh, no problem. It's really great. Yeah. From Tiff's Treats. Tiff's Treats. Delicious. Um, so I'm Mr. Trey, hoping you have a great summer and reminding you, as always, to do more, expect more, and be more. Bye. That's the bolt. <laughs> the titular bolt. Where did you the, get eponymous. the eponymous bolt. bolt. Can I have one? <laughs>